Yeah, we're ripping through them. Our bowl extravaganza rolls on. Last segment, we got through eight games. That's the efficiency with which we work here alongside John Martin and RJ Choppy. I'm Chris Mack. This is BetQLU. Thanks for joining us however you get us, whether it's on the YouTube Odyssey Sports Channel, whether it's inside your Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y. It's free. Download it today. Take us with you throughout the holiday season. If you get it as a podcast, then, hey, it's perfect. You just consume uh, every few games the day before they're played, and you know exactly what you need to know, hopefully. Uh, And don't forget, double-check. John made this point earlier. Double-check everything because you never know who's going to opt out last minute, who's going to decide to transfer last minute, who's going to come down with a phantom injury or a real injury last minute, what coach may leave for someplace. Make sure you're doing your homework on these bull bets because this time of year, can be bananas. Let's get back to December 26th, the day after Christmas. You're just laying around, watching the kids play with the toys, maybe playing with your own toys. I don't know. That's between you and your toys. First responder ball, Texas State laying five and a half points against Rice in Dallas. I have nothing on this game, guys. I'll be honest. Absolutely nothing on Texas State and Rice, John. Well, good news for you is that I do. I got Texas State ah, minus three and a half earlier in the week. Um, you know, these, 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 I will say, like, I feel I'm not trying to sound like, oh, I'm so smart. I got this at a better number. It's just like, if, you know, if these, you know, spreads take any money at all, they're going to move. They're going to be really sensitive uh-huh. to, to any bets and any kind of news. So Texas State had one of the more underrated surprise seasons. Uh, in all of college football, RJ, you should probably know that uh, being that you are in Texas and you're responsible for knowing everything that happens everything. in that state. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, this whole idea that, you know, you're just not not along with it, you know, agreeing, you know, you need to know what's going on in your neighborhood, man. Um, but, yeah, their their win total on the year was just four. Uh, and they and they went over that, you know, in you know, the first, you know, six, seven, eight games of the season. Really good job and a, and a really well coached team there. Uh, at, at Texas State, so I got them three and a half over Rice, uh, and I think they get it done. I have it at five. Uh, I, I was a little late to the party, uh, but I still took it at five. This is our first bowl game. This is a big deal. It's a big deal mm-hmm. for a school formerly known as Southwest Texas State. Uh, so give me Texas State and the five points. I will take that. Uh, it's a it's a, uh, it's, it's a good story. It really is what they've done this year over the last couple of years since you know, really becoming, trying to become a football program, a real football program. Uh, so first bo- first bowl game, they are going to have a crowd. There's going to be a ton of people there rooting for Texas State. Yeah, should be a decent atmosphere, if nothing else, right? Nightcap, if you want to call it that, on Tuesday night. Guaranteed rate bowl in Phoenix. Kansas laying 12 and a half to UNLV. That's not as interesting, though, John, as the total to me, 64 and a half. Give me my guy, Brendan Marion, and the Rebels. I know they had a bad showing in the Mountain West Conference title game against Boise, but I think that uh, they look to light up the scoreboard in this one. I'm going to take the over with these two offenses, 64 and a half. I know the Jayhawks lost their offensive coordinator, obviously. Thank you very much. We appreciate it out here. Um, but Kansas UNLV in the guaranteed rate bowl. Give me the over, John. I want points, points, points. Yeah, this feels like one to me where, you know, most of uh most of the Jayhawks are are going to play in this one. That's what Lance Leopold said earlier this month. Um and I could absolutely under, understand and see a scenario where they really care about this one um and they want to do it for the program and so you have that going on. So if you combine not as many uh, opt-outs with a, you know, a super motivated team to to deliver a bowl win, you know, 
I, I, I think UNLV's they obviously they had a great year. They they overachieved under Barry Odom, mm-hmm. and that's fantastic. But uh, I like Kansas in this one. Probably get it done by two touchdowns. That feels right to me. I, I think the over. I think the over is the play. Uh, I, I, that's a that's a big number. Um, you know, but Lance Leipold's really really good in bowl games. I, I would probably take the over though. Um, I, I don't know how UNLV is going to stop Kansas all that much. So give me the over. Yeah, uh, Wednesday, December 27th, at early afternoon game, 2 Eastern, uh, 1 Central, Military Bowl, Virginia Tech, lane 10.5 to 2 lane in Annapolis. John, uh, what's the read on this one? 10.5 seems a little big for a middling ACC program against a two-lane team that's still trying to prove themselves, I think. Yeah, the difference, of course, is that uh, Pratt opted out, um, and so mm-hmm. Tulane is going to be and their top receiver opted out. So they're just – and Willie Fritz is gone. You know, it's Virginia Tech or nothing for me in this in this spot. You know, this is not my Tulane team. This is a very different version of, you know, the one we've kind of come to know and expect over the last few years. So they will not be representing the AAC in this one. Uh, they will be acting as an independent. Uh, you've, you've stripped them of that, of that of that opportunity. For the yeah. yeah, they will not that be honor. AAC rep in this one. I mean, they're just not whole. I mean, it's just one of those teams that got ravaged by the transfer portal and the coaching le- uh, the coaching staff leaving. So I think Virginia Tech will be a little bit more uh, up for this one, and they'll probably, they'll probably feast is my guess. So it'll, it would be Virginia Tech for me. I'm out on this. Uh, Tulane is, is very, very th- – they're not a team that could – withstand a lot of transfers and losses to drafts and such and, and, and yeah. still be able to compete. That's just the difference between a, a G5 and a Power 5 team. Uh, but I, I still I, – I don't trust Virginia Tech at all, so I would just stay away. All right, Duke's Mayo Bowl later that day, Wednesday the yeah. afternoon of December 27th. Here we go. Buckets of mayonnaise getting dumped on somebody. Won't be Drake May. He's not playing. So there you go. There's – one big piece of this one gone. West Virginia uh, thusly laying six and a half against the Tar Heels in Charlotte, John. Yep, it's under, 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 under. Call me the undertaker uh, this bowl season. And again, I, uh, the, 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 the logic is, yeah, I want to hear the gong. I want to hear the gong um, when we start talking about these. You know what I'm saying? Here comes Taker. Here he comes, the undertaker. What? Yeah, I mean, you're just you doing it. You got to turn the lights are, off then. You gotta turn yeah, the lights off right. and then you know bring them back on when you. When... Let's go. Uh, yeah, go. no. In all seriousness, um, uh, it's just all these different QBs opting out, not playing. You're trying to, uh, you know, find this stuff out on the fly. Uh, I took under 57. I don't know what the number is now, um, but I just don't see this being a shootout whatsoever. I think 57 is just yeah. way too high when you start getting into backup quarterbacks. Um, I just I, I don't I don't think that's what we're going to get here. So give me the under here with some backup quarterback play. Uh, you know, my biggest question with this game is 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 nothing to do with the teams. It's you know, for a hundred years, Hellman's was the only mayonnaise anybody heard of, and all of a sudden, <laughs> last like four years, here comes uh-huh. this Duke character with their mayonnaise. But their mayonnaise has been out for a hundred years as well. But how come nobody ever heard about it for a hundred years? Did it just like was just shopping. kind of marketing? You know, this is. Pre-Twitter, nobody heard about things out before social media. It's been around for 100 years. It came out four years after Hellman's. How did nobody ever hear about this? All they heard about was Hellman's mayonnaise for 100 years. 
because they had to sponsor. This is why you get weird bowl sponsors, so that you can dump stuff on people, and then people can buy that product. So there you go. You answered your own question, I think, Choppy. Yeah. Holiday Bowl, Louisville laying seven and a hook against USC. Talk about motivational angles. Does USC even want to be there? Oh, we get to go down the road to San Diego to play in a meaningless game against an ACC program. No thank you, John. Yep, uh, agree totally. It's Louisville for me. They're going to care about this. They're going to try to, you know, have that, you know, under uh uh under Brom there to 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 get that one done and and end the season with some positive momentum. Um I mean, this is just that sort of classic angle of a team that was previously far more talented but is now going to be in a spot playing a backup quarterback in a in a game that they don't give a hot damn about. Yes, it is it is a Louisville spot all day long. Nope, nope, nope. Big no for me. I am staying away. I don't trust Louisville. I certainly don't okay. trust uh, Lincoln Riley. Holy cow! Or or or, or anything <laughs> to do with USC. I, I I just I can't the, the stench the stench of that ACC championship game. I cannot get out of my head. Uh, I'm so mad at them. They ruined the entire thing. I mean, they could have made this such a clean, easy Final Four, and they blew it. I am staying away from Louisville. I don't trust them. Texas Bowl, an old, uh, I guess this would be an old Big 8, Big 12 kind of matchup. Texas A&M against Oklahoma State. Uh, I don't know what the hell's going on in College Station, but uh, it is what it is. Um, <laughs> Oklahoma State got absolutely worked in the Big 12 championship game. They lose uh, Jaden Bray, a couple others to the transfer portal, but not hit nearly as hard as everything going on in College Station. Choppy, it's right down the road from you. Uh, Aggies are, is this right? Aggies are favored by two against the Cowboys? They are. They are. They are favored. I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to lean, I think I'm going to lean towards Oklahoma State in this one. I, I don't trust AM at all. I, I don't trust AM. Give me the points. Actually, I, I might take money line. Money line is probably the better way to go. On the plus one twenty, uh, I'll, I'll take that one. But I don't trust A and M. They've lost a lot of guys. They obviously have a new coach, so it's it's a big change. Um, give me, give me Oklahoma State, John. Yeah, the only the only thing I would sort of th- think is going in A and M's favor is you know that it's an interim coach, and we know sort of that that initial bump, right? When you have a fired coach yeah. and a new guy comes in, and even though he's headed. Uh, you know, elsewhere he's going. He's going to Syracuse next season. He is going to have one last game. So, I don't know. I tend to believe in that stuff psychologically, where you're looking for just sort of any kind of reason to care. I think he's going to have a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of guys in that locker room that are, you know, trying to help him go out on a winning note. So, I'd say the SEC team here. Give me the, give me the uh, SEC team minus two with the interim coach. Thursday, uh, no, I was going to say Thursday afternoon. Thursday morning in Boston. Boston College playing essentially a home game at Fenway against SMU. Who They were thinking, they were thinking maybe they had a shot. Maybe they had a shot to get into the New Year's Six conversation. They didn't, and their consolation prize is you get to go to Boston in December. SMU laying 11. BC stinks, guys. They're bad. Um, so, uh, I, I would glad I'm not going to bet it because 11 is a little much, but if you had to force me to take a side here, John, it's SMU. Yeah. I mean, I think SMU is definitely going to get this done at 11. Uh, they have not really, uh, been hit that hard by the transfer portal. So they have most of their guys that are going to play in this one. And like you said, I mean, Boston college is just bad. 
Uh, and you probably have a little bit of that extra boost of, man, we didn't get in the New Year's Day Bowl. So, you know, let's go out here and let's kick some ass. Um, so I actually, you know, winning your first conference championship there, your first regular season title since uh, 81. I think it's a really good team that can put up points in a hurry. I suspect Boston College will probably not offer that much resistance here. I'll take the 11. I, I am right there with you. We had Rhett Lashley, the head coach of SMU, on the show a couple weeks back after the uh, ACC championship game and after the uh, selection show. He was heated, man. He was heated. They that, that is a sleeping giant program. That is a They are going to the ACC. They are in a recruiting hotbed. Every single Texas high school state champion this year of all the districts was in North Texas. Every single one of them. And that is right there backyard. This is a sleeping giant of a program. It's only the beginning. If you can't play a football game on a Thursday morning in Boston in December at a baseball stadium, go down the road to New York and do it there. The Pinstripe Bowl. Rutgers against the U. Oh, this is a football game that's being played. That's my hot take on it. And some people will watch it, John. Yeah, I mean, I would just take the under. What is it, six and a half? <laughs> 40, 41 I, yeah. and a half, and that's actually come up a little bit. Yeah, I, would, I, I I'm fading that steam, man. I'm fading that steam. I mean, I, I watched Rutgers actually quite a bit this year, and I liked what they did. Um, but man, I mean, it's they good just by Rutgers really... standards, right? But it's still Rutgers. Oh, for sure. Yeah, exactly. Um, and they play really physical defense. They don't make it easy on you. Um, I don't really see a lot of points being scored in this one. Rutgers is going to take every play clock down to one, uh, <laughs> and and it's just going to be a grinded out game. So unless we unless we get you know uh, on, overtime somehow, I think forty one and a half is safe. I think the under is the is the angle here. Is Shiano still chopping wood like he was doing back in the day. Is he still having he guys? Got a contract uh, you know, extension, didn't he? I know, I know. You got to cut. Look, I, I, I always thought he was perfect. He's a perfect fit for that job. Uh, yeah. Perfect. I, I, I'm going to lean. I'm going to lean. Are you? Are you for are you this weekend or in that game? Are you? I don't know. Uh, I'll take Rutgers in the one and a half. It's a home game for them. They care about this. Greg Schiano, man, he's going to chop wood all day, all day. He's going to be out there like Paul Bunyan. Well, if you can't chop wood, then toast some pop tarts. Pop tarts bowl may be. It just makes it makes me want Pop-Tarts. I love Pop-Tarts, especially brown sugar cinnamon. That's my only take on this one. Yeah. NC State, Mac Brown is mad at them. Kansas State, uh, another Big 12 team that's wandering into a bowl game with what kind of motivation, I don't know. I don't know if either of these teams is greatly motivated. You get to go hang out in Orlando for a week. Congratulations. Uh, Wildcats favored by three now, John. Yeah, you know, both teams really have gotten hit hard by the uh, by the opt-outs. Uh, Will Howard, we know, is transferring the starting quarterback there. Uh, and then NC State lost its All-American linebacker um, in Peyton Wilson, who is expected to opt out. I mean, I just I, – I really have no feel, no no real lean on this game. Unfortunately, it's a pass for me. Just want to be honest. I'm going to be transparent with you. Yeah. I don't feel – if I don't feel – uh, aside in this, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna fake it. You know, this is one where I'm. You know, happy to pass. I'm happy to pass this one too. I, I've got nothing for either one of these teams. Like they're just, they're there to fill out the schedule, and occasionally, yep, yep. like NC State is at least, and in K State, you know, they'll occasionally jump up and and win a conference. NC State will occasionally. I mean, NC State's got a great track record of sending QBs to the league. It's it's a wild run, but. uh 
Yeah, give me uh, – I'll stay away. We might have a couple of uh, sleepers and not like sleepy games, but I mean games that might actually be sleepers for being good games down in Texas to talk about. Plus the rest of the action on New Year's Day. And we wrap up the BetQLU Bowl extravaganza with our best bets as well. Coming up next, alongside RJ Choppy and John Martin, I'm Chris Mack. This is BetQLU.